welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Sophia Osborne. And I'm Olivia DeBersier. And if you want to support the show, please check out our merch store at beyondblathers.square.site and take a look at the animal stickers and postcards we have for sale. So this week, Olivia is going to tell us about the common blue bottle, which was a request from a listener named AC. So thanks so much, AC, for that suggestion. I'm excited for this one. I mean, they really are everywhere, and I want to know more about them. <laughs> yeah, this one's an interesting one, because I wasn't sure if it was going to be one of those butterflies where, like, there's not a lot known about them, but we've got a bit. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, just because they're common doesn't mean they're not cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good lesson. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's dive into it. If you bring a common blue bottle to Blathers, he'll say... The common blue bottle is a type of swallowtail butterfly with a bright blue line running down its wings. They fly quite nimbly, it seems, and are thus quite difficult to catch. But seeing as how they've been known to slurp nutrients from mud puddles, I simply can't imagine wanting to catch one myself. What awful breath. Oh, Blathers doesn't know the half of it. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, this is cool. Like, another swallowtail butterfly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like the tiger swallowtail that we talked about, God, I don't know, like two months ago. Uh, it is also part of the Papillionidae family. So, yeah, another swallowtail. Uh, it, its Latin name is Graphium cirripedon. And they may also be called a uh, blue triangle in Australia. So maybe any Australian listeners, that's what you might know them as. And the common blue bottle is found in a whole bunch of countries. So it can be fa it's found in China, India, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, Japan, uh, of course, Australia, and in many of the islands in Southeast Asia. So they're really widely dispersed. And there's 16 known subspecies that are pretty much like split up geographically. So yeah, very, very widely dispersed species. So it's very likely that if you travel to Asia, you might see one. That's so cool. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense since, you know, Animal Crossing is Nintendo and they're based in Japan that it would be, yeah, quite a common thing to see there. And they do look very beautiful. Like they have, as Blathers said, they have this like black lining to their wings and then this sort of bright teal blue along the center. And I think it's a very like elegant look to them. It's, it's not overly like flashy or complex, but it's... It's very um, eye-catching, I guess. Yeah, it's like, it reminds me of like wearing eyeliner or something. Like the black really yeah. makes the blue pop. Yeah, it's very contrasting. And and when they're flying around the island in the game, I, I always see them very quickly because there's not a lot of like black coloring in the game. So they really stand out. Yeah, that's true. And so what's really interesting too about the common blue bottles coloring, <laughs> um, this fact might be like, not that interesting to some people, but I found it really interesting. So common blue bottles have blue pigment in their wings. Uh, maybe that seems like, yeah, duh, Olivia, it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually a really rare phenomenon in butterflies and really most organisms that appear blue to us. So in most other butterflies, that blue color that they might emit is not actually a pigment, but it's more of a reflection off of their scales, uh, or maybe refraction is the better word. 
And so if you were to see the same butterfly wing in like slightly different lighting or at a certain angle, it wouldn't always appear blue or maybe the exact shade or brightness of that blue would change. So think of like an iridescent object. That color changes as you move around. So that's what most butterflies have. They're If you looked really, really closely at the butterfly scales, they have microscopic ridges. And those ridges only allow blue light to reflect off the scales. And this basically only occurs when light moves through air into another material, so like the scales. So in these butterfly scales, if you added like a liquid and really soaked those butterfly wings, it would turn brown or some other dull color and you'd lose all that blue because there's no longer air for those wavelengths to move through and create that color. So it's all structural. It's it's almost an, an illusion of sorts. Yeah. But in the case of the blue bottle, that blue is a pigment in the wing membrane. So it's not in the structure of the wing scales. It's not just sort of, yeah, that, that illusion. And I think that's really cool. Something I really like a fact about blue jays, actually, like is blue jay feathers, if you kind of look straight through them, against a light, they're brown. But if you hold them up and the light's shining off of them, they're bright blue. And so if you like crushed up blue jay feathers, they're brown because you've destroyed like all of that structure that made them blue in the first place. It's really neat. And so, yeah, that, that's just like kind of a cool fact about blue in nature. It's not very common in the first place. And when you do find it, it's usually a microscopic structure creating that illusion. Wow, that's so interesting. Like that kind of just blows up like everything I think I know about, you know, blue jays and different blue animals that they're not actually blue really. And like it messes with your mind. <laughs> is this just like is this on purpose? Like do they are they blue for a reason? Like can they see the blue in each other or is it just like they think that they're brown or or what? <laughs> yeah, was it like just sort of like an evolutionary accident yeah um or like it's useful for another purpose no yeah so butterflies and moths have really good color vision so it's very likely that yes they can see that beautiful blue color or at least some bright color (laughs) um in their eyes I guess we can never really know what they're seeing but the common blue bottle is actually able to see even more colors than other butterflies or even other insects. So if you think of humans, we have four photoreceptors in our eyes. And those photoreceptors, that's just a fancy way of saying the thing that like collects the color in our eyes. And we can still see a vast number of colors, millions of colors. But there are organisms that are even better than we are at this. So to explain this, I'll quickly go over the way color vision works. Um, This is probably generalizing quite a bit, but (laughs) color is a wavelength and it bounces off objects. So if you're looking at, say, like a red chair, the light bouncing off that chair has very long wavelengths, whereas if that chair was purple, those wavelengths would be very short. And each color has a specific length of wavelength. So blue is different, green is different. And organisms with color vision have these photoreceptors that are stimulated by different wavelengths of color. So that way we can detect them and our brain will identify those colors based on which photoreceptors were stimulated. So as I mentioned earlier, humans have four photoreceptors. Three are cone photoreceptors and one is a rod photoreceptor. Uh, and different species will have more or less photoreceptors. 
Famously, the mantis shrimp is an invertebrate that has amazing color vision. It actually has 16 photoreceptors, which means that it can see a lot more colors than we can. Although, actually, it might not be able to differentiate between all of them. Like, it's not as good at identifying those specific colors. So it might be able to see a lot of things, but we're not positive that it can tell which is which, if that makes sense. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's the kind of thing, like, when I try to think of, like, what would a 4D world look like or something like that, where it's just, like, you just can't comprehend it, but it makes you realize that you're just seeing the world in the way that, like, you biologically can, but you could biologically be capable of seeing it in a different way or just seeing more or how it may be closer to how it actually is. It's just the kind of yeah. thing that, I don't know, if you think about it too hard, your brain starts, like... <laughs> It gets really like existential really fast. You're like, wait, my way of seeing the world is only a single way of many ways. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff that you just like can't ever see. Yeah. It's very fascinating. But going back to the blue bottles, the record number of photoreceptors found in insects was nine. But now we know that the common blue bottle actually has 15 photoreceptors, which is one less than the mantis shrimp. So it's really, really good at seeing this color. And what they think is that the vision was likely evolved from ancestors who had ultraviolet, blue, and green sensitive photoreceptors. And today, the common blue bottle has, if we want to break down the photoreceptors and what they can, I guess, observe... They have one that's stimulated by ultraviolet light, which is out of our color spectrum. They have one that's stimulated by violet, one that's blue-green, three various blues, four that are greens, and five that are reds. So yeah, they've got quite an interesting variety of color that they can, I don't know how to say this properly, but that they can interpret, I guess. Yeah. Wow. I mean, why do they need that? <laughs> like, why can't we have that? Why Why do they have it? <laughs> why jealous. do they have it and why do we not have yeah. it? <laughs> I feel that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell for sure. But one of the ideas out there is that blue bottles are notably very fast flyers, as Blather said. And they also often stop at puddles and colorful flowers. So it's very possible that this complex vision system helps them have like a high performance vision. It just it's just makes it easier for them to live their lives. And it may also help them assess other members of their species as potential mates. So maybe like some of them have particularly nice shades of blue coming off the wings or maybe as competitors. So uh, certain individuals might see another butterfly as a threat in some way based on the color that it's emitting. And the researchers studying this think that the blue bottles really only use four of their 15 receptors regularly, and the rest are used to detect fast-moving objects or colorful objects hidden in complex backgrounds. So that would be really useful for finding, say, flowers in a jungle. There's a lot going on in a complex jungle with lots of plants and lots of organisms. But if you have really good color vision, that could help you find exactly what you're looking for a lot faster. And the whole thing gets even crazier, though, because as I was researching butterfly photoreceptors, I came across a study talking about how many butterflies, including some swallowtails, have photoreceptors in their genitals. (laughs) which is crazy. (laughs) Wow. I I read this and I was like, wait, hold up. 
Am I reading this right? Does that mean that they have like eyes in their genitals? That I I honestly didn't quite understand. But I guess they have like a vision sensory system. Right. Like they can sense there. color there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and I, I do have to note here that the study only looked at 16 species from seven families. So I'm not sure if the blue bottle was specifically in this study. But they did find this phenomenon in all of the species they looked at, including some swallowtails. So it's it's possible, but um, I'm just speaking kind of in general terms here. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, so this is probably to make it easier for female butterflies to find good places to lay their eggs. It's just like faster, I guess, (laughs) like less risk of being predated on if you're just like quickly find a good spot to lay your eggs, lay them and then get out of there. And for males, it helps them to mate somehow. And the researchers know this because they like painted over these regions with black paint to interrupt the function of the photoreceptors. And they found that the individuals weren't able to successfully mate. So there has to be some association between these receptors and the ability to reproduce. Wow. I am again, maybe jealous. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, I, I also can't conceptualize of what that would be like, but. I, I also can't imagine what that would be like. I also I feel like it wouldn't be very useful for us. We'd be like, we just know what underwear we were, color underwear we were wearing at all times. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you don't want to Be more know. motivation to get like cute underwear. <laughs> wow, that's like a mind-blowing fact, honestly. Very cool. I That one really shook me to my core. I was like, oh man, animals are so weird. Yeah, and like it sounds like there's a lot of potential for more research in that area too if they've just started to find that with some species yeah it's I'd I'd like to know exactly if like every single butterfly is like this because in the study they they looked at moths too and moths didn't have that Hmm. or at least the ones that they looked at so I don't know I guess with insects it's hard because there's such a big diversity that it's hard to say you know all butterflies have this or all moths have this yeah so I'm curious, is it all of them or is it just like some weirdos who are just like totally really, uh, observant of their surroundings? Well, can we talk about the mud puddle thing that Blathers said, like that they eat or they drink from mud puddles? Yeah. So if you really start looking at butterflies, you might notice them doing things that you wouldn't expect such like elegant creatures to do. Uh, So often butterflies will appear to be drinking out of mud puddles. They may even be drinking at fresh dung or even on carcasses. Wow. Mm, (laughs) So good. And this behavior is called mud puddling, which is cute and easy to remember. And it happens to be quite common among butterflies. So dirty puddles and the like provide amino acids and salt they wouldn't otherwise be getting if they were only eating at plants. So I know I probably mentioned this before, but there's this video by Phil Torres where he like records butterflies drinking turtle tears. And I think that's so cute. But also uh, the butterflies are taking advantage of the salt in those tears. So like turtles have really watery eyes and yeah, the butterflies are just hanging out around their heads, which is probably really annoying if you're a turtle, but makes for cute footage. I mean, I feel like the image of butterflies like eating at a carcass is just classic like nature's metal kind of (laughs) visual like I knew I was justified to be like a little bit scared of them 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they they would feed at a carcass. <laughs> also, when I saw mud puddling written down, I thought it said mud pudding. And I was like, that's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's like when you're a kid and you make like mud pies. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have like worms and dirt? Oh, yeah. I love that. <sighs> that was the best dessert as a kid. I feel like now it'd be way too sweet. I don't know. Like, for my birthday, maybe I want that. No cake, just worms and dirt. Just worms and (laughs) dirt. With candles. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's like chocolate pudding with Oreo crumbs on top and uh, gummy worms to top it off. It's a classic dessert. (laughs) And you use the, like, gummy worms to, like, I always used it to, like, eat the, I use the gummy worms like a spoon. And I would just, like, lick Mm. the pudding off the worm. (laughs) Like, it was fun dip or something. Maybe I'll try to make, like, a cake and then just put some, like, dirt and worms on top or something. An elevated worms and dirt. Oh, yeah. I think that would taste better because it wouldn't be quite as rich as the pudding. Yeah. Like, if you had, like, a dark chocolate cake, you could even put, like, layers. Oh, my gosh. You could make, like, a sedimentary layer cake. Yeah. With, like, different (laughs) different types of cake. You'd have, like, some red velvet to represent a clay layer. Wow. And, like... Put some fossils in there. Yeah, get some like little candy, you know, little candy bones. Yeah. Oh my god. Put those in. We're really like overestimating my cake making abilities, but you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to lose? The worst thing that could happen is you could have a not very pretty cake that just tasted like cake. But it has it has like a million <laughs> different types of cake in it yeah. and Oreos. Like and a stuff. bunch of like smushed together flavors of cake. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's all I want for my birthday. Well, honestly, my mind is kind of blown by how cool common blue bottles are. Yeah, it's it's very unexpected. And I guess to summarize what we learned today, so common blue bottles are species of swallowtail butterfly that can see a broader range of colors than any other insect that we know of. They are also one of a small number of blue organisms around the world that are truly blue. So like hashtag no filter. <laughs> and they don't turn their noses up at a tasty carrion smoothie cleanse. So I think we should all go out and appreciate some common blue bottles. If you have them around or if you don't, go outside and find some butterflies. It's springtime, hopefully, where you are. And yeah, just go and enjoy it. Totally. Well, thank you so much, Olivia. That was a very sweet episode. And thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend about us. We would love that. We need more friends and listeners. (laughs) We would like some more friends, so please help us make friends. (laughs) That doesn't sound desperate at all. It's fine. Um, And make sure to follow us at Beyond Blathers on Instagram and Twitter. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye. Bye. Bye.